0: Moses never would have parted the Red Sea if his sister hadn't watched him as a baby and boldly stepped out of the shadows to speak to a princess. Hi, I'm Josh, welcome to Honestly Radio. We all have a story. God is writing yours right now, just as he has written the stories of believers before us. And the good news is this, he's not done with yours. Most of us are probably familiar with the story of Moses, or at least some parts of it. It's recorded in the book of Exodus, beginning in chapter 2. His mom and dad meet, get married, and have babies. Unfortunately for them, they live in Egypt, and the pharaoh at the time hated their race, the Hebrews, and didn't want the population to grow. So he ordered all baby boys to be thrown in the Nile River, and all the baby girls to be saved and kept alive. God had an incredible purpose for one of those little girls, and that's who we'll be focusing on today. Because if not for her, there would have been no Moses. There would be no let my people go, no parting of the Red Sea. Just as God worked mightily through Moses to make that happen, he also did the same through Miriam. Chapter 2 verse 3 describes their mother's action and how God used Miriam to save Moses. The New Living Translation says this, But when she could no longer hide him, she got a basket made of papyrus reeds and waterproofed it with tar and pitch. She put the baby in the basket and laid it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile River. Enter Miriam. The baby's sister then stood at a distance, watching to see what would happen to him. Scholars believe that mom had told her daughter, go watch your brother. What we do know is that she was concerned about her baby bro, and was faithful in watching him, determined to do what was right. The Bible says soon Pharaoh's daughter came down to bathe in the river and her attendants walked along the riverbank. When the princess saw the basket among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it for her. When the princess opened it, she saw the baby. The little boy was crying and she felt sorry for him. This must be one of the Hebrew children, she said. Quick pause. Now let's remember, the Hebrews are a hated people. The Pharaoh has declared, all little boys must die. This. Is his daughter. The little girls may have been her protected class, but they're still despised by the Egyptians. So, what Miriam does next is a true act of bravery and courage. She stepped away from her personal safety and came to her brother's rescue. Miriam is a true hero. She's an important and vital part of this story. Then the baby sister approached the princess. Should I go and find one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? she asked. Yes, do, the princess replied. So the girl went and called the baby's mother. Take this baby and nurse him for me, the princess told the baby's mother. I will pay you for your help. So the woman took her baby home and nursed him. Later, when the boy was older, his mother brought him back to Pharaoh's daughter, who adopted him as her own son. The princess named him Moses, for she explained, I lifted him out of the water. There are times in our life, in our story, that we can think, God has used me in a big way, and now I'm just coasting until the end. Miriam may have thought this as well. God used her in a big way to save the life of her brother. It would be 80 years before Moses would return to confront Pharaoh, 80 years before the Hebrews would be freed. And for decades, Miriam would move through her life as a slave, perhaps thinking as we do sometimes, I did something great, and now it's over. But the remarkable thing about God is, He's not done writing your story. He's not done using you for his glorious purposes. And he certainly wasn't done with Miriam. With the Hebrews freed from Egypt, Miriam would lead praise and worship. She would write songs. She would become a prophet. In fact, she was the first woman to be given this honor. She herself claimed the Lord had spoken through her in Numbers 12:2. And as great as Miriam was, and as great as she was used by God... She was also flawed, just like us. Sometimes, while our story is being written, we fall victim to a lie. This false belief that if I just get to that place, if I just had that position, if I could just... We think if we just had this thing, then we will be fulfilled. Then our life will begin. It's not true. We think we're searching for a place. We think we're searching for a thing. We think we need the recognition. The problem is, when we get there, we're still not fulfilled. Why? We're searching for all these things when we're meant to pursue Christ. When the thing we truly need is to be following the voice of our Creator. It's only in Him that we find true purpose, true value, true worth. When you have Jesus, when you're on mission for God, nothing else matters. Doesn't matter if you're behind the scenes or on the stage, whether thousands know your name or just a handful. When you're fulfilling God's purpose, you're creating something of eternal and untold value. And I can tell you, it's one of the greatest things we can experience on earth. But Miriam forgot that for a moment, just like we sometimes do. In Numbers chapter 12, it says, Miriam and Aaron began to talk against Moses because of his Cushite wife. The siblings allowed this personal squabble to boil over and cause division between them and their brother. And apparently, it became such a big dispute that they even questioned Moses' God-given authority. Miriam is mentioned first, so scholars believe she was likely the one leading the attack. We see this in verse 2. Has the Lord spoken only through Moses, they asked? Hasn't he also spoken through us? The Lord did not like this. And so God himself called a meeting. Verse 3 supports the idea that Moses had nothing to do to provoke this attack against Miriam and Aaron, but instead he had chosen to be humble and focus on what God had called him to do. We pick it back up in verse 5. When the two of them step forward, he, that being God said, listen to my words. When there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, reveal myself to them in visions. I speak to them in dreams. But this is not true of my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. With him, I speak face to face, clearly, and not in the form of riddles. He sees the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? The anger of the Lord, Burned against them, and he left them. When the cloud lifted from above the tent, Miriam's skin was leprous, it became white as snow. Aaron turned toward her and saw that she had a defiling skin disease, and he said to Moses, Please, my Lord, I ask you not to hold against us the sin that we have so foolishly committed. So Moses cried out to the Lord, Please, God, heal her. And after seven days in isolation, she was healed. This time, It was Moses' turn to save his sister. To boldly cry out to God, please heal her. And he didn't leave her. What God had used her to do for him, so he did for her. He stayed near until she was rescued. Verse 15 says, and the people did not move on until she was brought back. When our eyes drift away from God and towards ourselves, we lose our perspective. Miriam's story is our story. She had highs and lows. She was flawed and she served a holy God. Moments of victory and moments of failure. But in the end, she is remembered as an equal to Moses and Aaron. Micah 6.4 says, For I brought you out of Egypt and redeemed you from slavery. I sent Moses, Aaron, and Miriam to help you. What kind of story does God want to tell through you? I love the way the New King James Version translates Hebrews 12:2. The Apostle Paul encourages us, look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Keep your eyes on Christ. He is not done with you yet. He still has much he wants to do through you. He is the author and finisher of your faith. He decides when the story is done. Don't allow anything to trip you up or weigh you down. Throw it to the side and pursue Jesus. That is the place you are searching for. That is where your purpose is found. That is where you are made whole. Pray today, God, use me. Let your ways be my ways. Let your desires be my desires. Guide me down the right path. You are the author and finisher of my faith. I am excited to have you tell my brand new story. The best is yet to come. Thank you for joining us. We are praying for you and we're excited for the story that God wants to tell with your life. If you're interested in helping our mission, would you consider taking a moment to leave a rating for Honestly Radio on Apple Podcast or Spotify? We deeply appreciate you helping in sharing God's word and teaching with others. To discover where you can download the show for free, visit honestlyradio.com. You could also find all the places to connect with us there as well. I want to encourage you to connect with God daily in prayer, in the Bible, and through the local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. This has been my daily reminder on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.